is Monday, the 20th of May, 2019. Good morning and welcome to PBE Daily, the early mornings and late night podcast. I'm Point Mike Evombi. Thank you so much for tuning in for yet another day. I know we gave had an episode just a few hours ago, but that was the plan. You have to have this thing be consistent. Consistency will breed the ability for me to do it properly. Early rising was hard, but I slept well. Sleeping well is one of the hardest parts of an active weekend. And after sleeping well from making productive work happen in the evening of a Sunday that was supposed to be potentially lazy, it's progress and it plays up itself. I think I'm pumped for what is supposed to happen today. Recall uh, that there's the stuff I prepared on Friday to be animated today. But also, I think if it's possible, I would like to make three, four more preparation shots before I start animating. So I'm, I'm, go- I'm going for maybe between. 9 a.m. when I arrived in the office till 11 a.m. to try maybe prepare another 24 pieces of animation uh, and then begin the animation process or just use Monday to prep and then by Monday evening make one piece of, best piece of the prepared animations to be done because there's a, at least a specific number I would like to hit by Friday so I don't have as many evening meetings this week so I'm going to try as much as possible to get things ready so that we can have a smooth transition of animation throughout the week. Uh, it, it's it's something I've been trying to do for very many for very many years, but I think I've, I've, I may have cracked the code. But today will attest to that fact. It's fact or fiction. So we'll see how that plays out. And also as a build up to the event that's coming up over the weekend, because on the 25th we expect to have an event called Wapi Words and Pictures. So I need to prepare myself accordingly as well. Yeah, we're preparing ourselves to pass the baton to the next generation of event hosts and event performers and event uh, executioners. So the, the whole thing for me is if I can make a legacy happen early enough that I would just be a utility player for the guys in the 20s. So I know I'm sounding so much like an old man, but the old man vibe has to be taken seriously because generational growth is brought from inspiring those who are willing to be inspired and willing to put in the work. Such is life. This morning, when I woke up, I think the first thing that came across my mind was uh, the whole moving to a wave of existence that people have. One of the visuals I was supposed to make last night was for a friend of mine whose, whose siblings made a track that I, I think everyone who's going to hear this track is going to love it. And it has a local legend, and the local legend has taken these young cats and worked with them on a track which actually crosses age brackets and uh, has this cultural effect where it has global appeal as far as I'm concerned and it has local hit written all over it and when, when, it, when it gets dropped I want them to be proud of what they created so um, I'm hoping to finish something for them today and send it to them so they can actually begin making their power come out and the world enjoy the music that they create and when I was debating that I was thinking about how not very many of us take the time to try to move the beat of our own drum and the hit or miss and potential of missing the, the chance to make a, a great impact, it constantly exists and it constantly bugs us when we think about it and do we often think about moving to the beat of our own drum? That's the question I ended up asking myself. Have I ever really taken the time to move to the beat of my own drum? And I would like to be seen as a person who works to fit as one of the, of the different cogs in the wheel that makes the, the industries that I'm interested in to move 
word, but do I do enough to make sure that I give it my personal translation? It used to be one of the things that actually made me very reserved and very hesitant in making music because you'd work with a production company and the production company would tell you what they believe is a hit and you'd make the track and nine out of, nine out of ten times they were right and there were some times where some production houses which and one of them I truly loved working with that, that give you quite the number of tracks for you to play around with to find your own voice or to find your own execution and as I was doing that they'd pick the best out of like three and the, the best they'd pick would end up becoming a local hit and I'd become a radio famous or radio relevant over and over. But after all of that was said and done, as far as the commercial viability of the track, it served the purpose of what was supposed to happen in that period. That was what was looked for and sought out by the, the ear of the audience at that time. Meanwhile, there's a certain sound I personally enjoy creating to. I personally feel comfortable uh, riding to, rhyming to. That particular BPM has me written all over it, and when I when I think along those lines, I ask myself, Am I really taking the time to really refine the beat to my own dramas? France, my music is concerned. Notice the conversation I've just talked about right now was a music one because I still have a curiosity to get back into music. There's two albums in my head, and I just want to execute them. I wrote them down. One out of the t- of the twenty tracks that I wanted to create, I wrote one track down. Others are still rough ideas that are floating around my head. And I'm hoping to get that done in the next couple of months, but I want to be able to comfortably do it. No, I may not find the comfort I want in a clear straight line, but I will make whatever necessary effort to make sure the execution happens perfectly. And the more I think about it, the more excited I get because it just means that there will be no excuses past the thing being executed. But moving to the beat of my own drum reminds me of one rapper who I truly respect for what he stands for. And that rapper is known as MF Doom. And MF Doom has very, very many other character traits that he has. When he works with a gentleman known as Mad Lib, he becomes Mad Villain because that's the two of them working together. When he gets the chance to work with some other friends of his, he becomes King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, depending on how you say it, and he becomes that character. When he decides to take his take his mask off, he becomes Victor Vaughn, and then Victor Vaughn has the music he creates. When you listen to all these different angles of this particular rapper, the, the tune he plays to is supremely his, and he's so comfortable in his own pocket, and in that pocket he makes the most amazing music. MF Doom is probably the only MC who literally when I listen to him, if I have the itis, the itis disappears. I get back up and I make great stuff come to life. That's one of my favorite things to say. This is the second time I'm mentioning this particular rapper, but it serves a purpose for me for, for to just have clear lines for people I respect because they give clear definition of what I need to know. Another individual I'd have to say is um, the producer Apollo Brown. And Apollo Brown, the kind of music he creates and the artists he finds out when sit in pocket with that kind of music is the most amazing thing out there I'd strongly suggest you find the album he did with Joel Ortiz called uh, Mona Lisa and there's a track in there called Come Back Home and when you hear that track it, it has layers upon layers of telling you that you should really 
take the time to find yourself and the, the album sounds like a journey of self-discovery and a journey of self-acceptance and that's why i keep on encouraging people to find that album and listen to it i'll try share a link of it if there's existence of it online on, on youtube i'll probably share a link of it on my twitter or on my instagram just so you can get a feel of what kind of artists and what kind of artistry i intend to have and to move to my own drum up which dictates that i have to make certain kinds of artwork come to life that if i was to bring it back to art i'll say this jack kirby or jack the king kirby he was a visual artist who moved to his own rhythm and his rhythm dictated what the, what the game was for everybody else everyone wanted to draw like jack because his work was very thrill driven and it was it was like an attack dog it was in your face it was attractive to look at it was just the best thing to have in your existence and he was able to make pencil arts for five books a month which is insane now a, a typical comic book has at least 22 pages of story so we're talking about 110 110 pages a month and if that's the only job you're doing great now for me i'm trying to be able to reach a level of 110 pages and i still have a nine to five and these are the challenges i give myself so and i always make slow movements on the on pages when i keep on second guessing how to render the art like how to shade it how to put shadows because that's one thing i, I find very hard like sometimes i want to put very bulky shadows in certain areas of drawings then i end up feeling miserably because it doesn't seem convincing and if it doesn't seem convincing how in the heaven's name will you be able to make impactful work that no one will ever forget but these are the journeys that i'm taking these are the ways i'm doing my best to better myself and even in the whole event game i i know there's certain mcs event mcs who and this time i mean masters of ceremony who make very specific kinds of conversation to the audience that they talk to i try and make mine look as if it's a pre-prepared television show i may have the hardest time reading out loud when it comes to things so i try to read the script at least one to three times before i actually do the event and i get nervous when i know i have to read in front of an audience but working off the cuff has always worked to my advantage but it doesn't mean that that's going to sustain me long enough i have to find a way to make that compromise to make me, me able to these things and do them in the most comfortable way possible if, if it means me sitting down in the house and just taking a few minutes to read out loud to myself i need to do exactly that and i'm learning myself as we go and to find a way that when it comes to events the way i rhythmically deal with um event beats because here's here's my normal template of when i'm hosting an event say it's a club event and it's a dj involved performances involved I always tell the, the DJ, we're going to try and make this show move as smoothly as how it would go if it was a radio show or an event like the Emmy Awards or something like that or BET Awards. And I learned this lesson from my days as a member of the Monster Radio Group. And uh, a, a young gentleman who is, is now a barrister uh, named Brian Moby. Brian Moby is the guy who actually told me I, I can see the potential of what you can do and he was telling me this and he's younger than me and as, when a person younger than you tells you something where he sees as potential for you pay attention to them because they may be right many of the steps i've taken in my career to be successful have been taught to me by guys younger than me so i always give the younger people a chance if they come with proper solutions many others do not 
like just being young is one thing but being young with direction is a completely another level and Moby was the guy who told me like the way you talk you just have to make sure that there's no radio silence at any point radio silence should only happen if suddenly lights went out and you have to cover the space until uh, the lights come back or the DJs are making a transition between laptops so you talk over that before the guy is ready to start playing his music and by doing so the events when I'm talking to the audience during the set I only talk during the interludes of a beat or when I'm about to make announcements in the nightclub I just ask for an extended version of the track and I speak during that, that specific pocket of the extension and then the music comes back in as if I was part of the music laid out that was the, 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 the rhythm I was given by the Monster Radio crew so shout out to my brother for making me better in that sense and I've kept those lessons to this day and I keep pushing for that I even owe him a, a drawing I intend to make it very very soon it's office space in islands the American islands it's gonna be looking good thanks to some art that I'm gonna make for him now as we close in this particular episode I'd like you to all consider this yes there are ways things are supposed to be done and yes there's a way that it has been ingrained in us of how we should execute specific things our cultures in our workspaces may i suggest that in those pockets find a pattern that works for you so you can move in the most comfortable and in the best way to your advantage move to the rhythm of your own drum and this drum has to be tuned perfectly as well beat it up like traditional drums put it close enough to the fire to make sure that the leather does not get too tight but just when you get to the moment when you start to play that drum play it execution for your betterment exists within the sound that comes from that drum. Take that into consideration. I know for some it may be made to way too metaphoric but sometimes speaking in parables <laughs> makes sense than more, more other things that can be said in literal words. Well, with that being said, I'm going to close this particular episode. I'm going to prepare myself to get to work. Uh, heavy hitting is what I intend to do so let's hope I get to execute every single one of those things. I'm mentally prepared to do it. I just have to get there and actually execute it. Be blessed and save with me. Be Caesar. Be nothing at all. God bless. Have a good day. I'll talk to you tonight. Peace.